The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it at Hale Varsity Radio. Time for Best Bets, a Friday edition with Danny Burke. VEASAN Sports Network at Danny Burke 5. Pride of Chicago, lots of NFL action to dive into. Thanks for switching the schedule up for us to today. And we'll kick off, bud, here with Cleveland and Cincy. Three and overs KC uh, is Mr. Burrow, but he has yet to beat Cleveland. How about it? 0-4 in his career against the Browns. And if there's a time where you feel like he can kind of get over that hump, it's got to be this game, right? I mean, since he's finally on a roll and it's, not even that the offense is clicking. The defense has been playing tremendously well. That's kind of what we talked about last week and looking at how great Cincy's defense had been in the second half, and that's why I like teasing up the Bengals, and they end up winning the game outright. But, hey, I like them again this week, too, and it was kind of in an awkward spot because they're in that five spread, right? Like five, five and a half is always in such a weird spot that I typically look to avoid it because it's too low to tease it from six or above, and it's typically too high for me to kind of want to lay. But, I do see the Bengals winning this game by at least a touchdown. I mean, Deshaun Watson did nothing last week, and I don't think that's shocking when you realize that the dude had not played in about two years and all the narrative surrounding against his former team, and I just don't see a viable path to trusting Deshaun Watson right now. I mean, I would honestly be more afraid if I were the Bengals if I were going against Jacoby Brissett. He was on a rhythm. He has the guys playing for him, and now you bring in this guy who got loads of money and all this offseason nonsense, I just think it's a distraction. And, you know, they didn't even have an offensive touchdown in that game against the worst defense in the league. So now you get a Bengals team that's fighting for their division, fighting for a number one seed, and fighting to finally get Joe Burrow his first win over Cleveland. I think it's worth laying the five in that spot. Danny Burke's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. It's another edition of Burke's Best Bets. And, Danny, let's stick in that noon window on Sunday. One of the more surprising spreads of the weekend is Lions and Vikings, where the Lions are a two-point home favorite. Yeah, this is, uh, this is pretty perplexing how you saw this line switch up from when you originally got it from Minnesota opening as the favorite, and then it switched to Detroit going as the favorite here. Uh, I like the idea of teasing up Minnesota. The last three times that these people have played, it's ended within a margin of 2.7 points, and Minnesota's won two out of three of those games. But aside from teasing up Minnesota over the key number of seven, because, again, realistically, you think that, hey, if they're going to lose this game, it could probably be by a touchdown or less. Uh, I also like a rushing prop for Jamal Williams, too. I like him over 46.5 rushing yards at the price of minus 110. He's gone over that mark in 10 out of 12 games this season. And the last time he went up against uh, Minnesota, he had like 20 carries for 82 rushing yards and two touchdowns. So I'd also consider looking at him to get an anytime touchdown for a little bit of plus money. Uh, he's gotten it the last four games, and I just feel like that's their go-to guy when they get close to the pylon. So I would look at that, but more importantly, I like him over 46 and a half rushing yards. The only way Minnesota will beat you is with their offense. So keep the ball out of Kirk's hands. How do you do that? Control time of possession and wind it down by handing off your top back and Jamal Williams. Danny, let's spend a minute here on uh, Ravens and Pittsburgh and also Kansas City, Denver. 
Uh, any ability not to pour salt here, but uh, from a tease standpoint, my friend? Yeah, so, um, you know, Elijah's Broncos are just finding new ways to lose each and every week, and it's, it's pretty remarkable. I mean, the Raiders almost topped it on Thursday night, letting Baker step in after two days and winning the game, being up by so much. But, uh, look, if you're Kansas City, if you can't beat this Denver team by three points or more, what are we doing? I, I mean, I know that Denver's defense is solid, and, that's going to give them a little bit of hope like it's done in so many games. But Kansas City eventually is going to break through that defense. And then it comes down to what the Denver Broncos can do offensively. And, well, they have the worst red zone offense in the National Football League tied up with New England. So uh, they're just not going to be able to keep up. So Kansas City at 9.5, I know you got to lay a little bit more on the seven points, but I think it's worth it to get it down under three. So uh, I tease them down to 2.5. The other team I paired it with was, uh, with was actually Buffalo when they were at nine and a half. I like them in the revenge spot against the Jets if you get them under three. But if they're at ten, it's it's kind of a stay away at that point. Maybe wait for something in game. So the teasers I did was Buffalo minus two and a half, Minnesota up to plus nine and a half, and then Buffalo minus two and a half again, and then Kansas City down to minus two and a half. Danny, last thought on here on NFL before we switch to some college football. Army-Navy is on Saturday. I want to get your thoughts on that. But let's talk Sunday night football. It's the game that replaced the Broncos and the Chiefs. The Broncos and Chiefs got flexed out of this spot. The Dolphins and Chargers got flexed in. And the Dolphins are a three-point favorite taking on the Chargers, who they're not healthy, but they're still dangerous. Yeah, I mean, Mike Williams was finally a full participant last I saw, and Keenan Allen should be back in the mix. So that does switch up the dynamic for Los Angeles a little bit. you got to think it gives them a puncher's chance. And, Miami's going to be hungry after their embarrassing offensive performance. I kind of like the over in this game. Miami's defense is dreadful. They're like 27th against the pass, according to DVOA. And we know the Chargers are pretty dreadful defensively themselves. They're allowing opposing running backs most yards per rush attempt at 5.4. So I think Miami's going to get a good mix of running the ball and passing it after that poor performance, and they're not going to be able to do anything to stop Tyree Kill and Waddle. So I would only look at the over in this game, and I would consider props for Herbert. I didn't see them listed yet, but his completions and attempts. If you get his completions at like 23 I'd play over. If you get his attempts like 37.5, I would also play that over because realistically they'll be trailing, needing to play catch-up, and he'll have to throw the ball more. Danny, it's college football, the finale. A thought from you here on Army-Navy, minus 2.5. And, a half. and uh, I, I guess personal preference – uh, where are you at here? Are you an Army or a Navy guy? <laughs> it's wherever I think the money is going to be the strongest, right? You know, there's no uh, there's no allegiance unless I feel pretty strong conviction with it. But um, I don't know. The, the trend is always to bet the under, but the books have adjusted it so much. Uh, Navy's kind of been a little bit more. They had the higher expectations coming into this year, it felt like, and they've been a tad bit more consistent. So, you know, for this year, I'll be riding Team Navy, if anything. Again, it's not a consistent allegiance, but for this season's purpose, I think I'll have to go with the midshipmen. Well, Danny, can you believe the total in this one is set at 32.5 points? That's, that's, that, that's like <laughs> Iowa levels of low. That's right. I mean, it goes down each year because everybody just consistently bets the under. There's like six passes total in the game. So it makes sense, but now because it's adjusted so much, I don't really want to get involved. So that's why I would only look to bet the uh, spread. But if you do want to do the total, wait to see if there's quick scoring and it adjusts higher, and then you could attack the under at a better price. Danny, let's, let's switch up sports here. Have you been doing anything with the World Cup? It's getting exciting. We're into the quarterfinals. Uh, a thrilling game this morning between Brazil and Croatia, where Croatia takes down Brazil in, uh, in penalties. Have you been touching the World Cup? Is that something you, you like to bet on? Uh, I made a bet with U.S. when they got through the group stage against Iran. I did them on the money line in the under two and a half, so I was lucky to get in on that. 
I liked that uh, Morocco the other day, which was awesome to see that goalie step up in PKs. And then I just have a futures bet on Argentina at plus 550, but I'm not going to sit here and act like I know it. I kind of just get involved like randomly if I'm feeling a little bit bored or have more time. But it's not, it hasn't been too bad with betting it, you know, kind of picky and choosy and referring to some of my friends who know about it more than I do. But I'll be sweating out Messi and company throughout the rest of the way. Hopefully they can cash in that futures ticket for me. Danny, that was going to be my pick. I was going to let you know. I, I, I like the storybook finish to, to Messi's Beautiful. career in Europe to go win the World Cup. He's been on the bench a lot of the year. He looks like he's going to make a move to Miami FC and come over to the MLS. Seems like that storybook finish, he's on pace for... Uh, a couple man of the matches here and had a great game today. And I, I don't know, I kind of like Argentina to win it all. Something about that seems like a storybook finish to Messi's career. That's what I like to hear, baby. We'll be sweating it out together. Ten seconds, who wins the Heisman? Ooh. <laughs> I, if they let Max Duggan sneak it in, I actually think he would have the best chance. But I think at this point, Caleb Williams probably still gets the nod. Danny Burke, Visa and Sports Network. Danny, thanks. You got it, guys. Appreciate it. Good stuff from Danny Burke. We'll wind down this first hour. Bill Dolman, Brady Altman's Clasburn on the way next hour with his naughty or nice list. It's Hale Varsity Radio.